Bung bung. ClayMcMathComedy.com. ClayMcMathComedy.com for all my dates or podcast merch. Get to ClayMcMathComedy.com to support the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um, buy your merch. Share the show. If you share the show, you can get some free merch. You share the show just once and you get entered into the monthly draw to win Welcome to the Potty merch. And guess what? Every time you set, you share the show, you get another draw into the same draw, another entry into the same draw. So you can share the show 50 times in one month. You got 50 entries to that month to win some free Welcome to the Potty merch. And I don't know, I don't know any other po- podcast that does anything like that. I don't know any other podcast host that stutters as much as I do. ClayMcMathComedy.com. That's C-L-A-Y-M-C-M-A-T-H Comedy. C-O-M-E-D-Y dot com. Welcome to the Potty is brought to you by Bung Bung Coffee. And Bung Bung Coffee will get you rock solid. And I mean it. I mean it. I'm just thinking about it and it's helping me out. So imagine what it'll do for you when you drink it. It's from Brazil. Columbus. What the frick? <laughs> it is from Brazil, Colombia, Honduras, and Peru. I've had one beer. And you know what it fixed me up? Bung Bung Coffee. And that's all you need to know. BungBungCoffee.com. Enter promo code POTTY, P-O-D-D-Y, for 15% off all orders. Let's start the show. Welcome to Welcome to the Party. Best show on the internet. Ask anybody. You know it's easy, money. Sit back, relax, get your headphones, everybody. Welcome to Welcome to the Party. Blackout in the booth. Every episode's a party. We go hard like Ricky Bobby. Tell a friend to tell a friend. This is Welcome to the Party. Welcome to the Party. Bung, bung. It's your man, Clay Tron, a.k.a. the Big Boss Man, a.k.a. the Clumsy Jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, a.k.a. the Milkman, because I always deliver, a.k.a. the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum P.I. of podcasting, the Forrest Gump of podcasting, because I am straight up chabarded. Um, I cannot get control of my tongue tonight. I don't know why. Our bored man's back. Back in the building. How you going, man? What's, what's Eat the new? mic. <laughs> what's been happening, man? Um, oh, man, we've both been away for the weekend. Mm. Tell us about your trip. Yeah, it's just in Melbourne for three nights. What'd you get into? Just went out for a couple of dinners and then third night stayed with family. Um, downtime. Break 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 that down. Break down the dinners. Dinners. Ah, uh, all right. Where'd we go? First night we went to a place called Nomad for drinks. Heard of it? Uh, is it a chain? Like, have I been to one in Sydney? Couldn't tell you. Okay. Couldn't tell you. Unsourced. But yeah, we just um didn't have a dinner reservation until pretty late, so we popped in there first, and yeah, pretty shocked with the bill when we walked out. Yeah. So um, we got asked if we wanted steel or sparkling water. We went with sparkling, and. Yeah, they came around, filled up our cups again and walked out of there paying $30 for sparkling water. So I wasn't too happy with that at the end of the night. Yeah, that's hectic. So um, did you get a little birthday bonus? Did someone else pick that one up for you? Um, no. Happy birthday, no. by the way, on the Thank Welcome you, to the Point podcast. Thank you. Um, You've made it. So 31? Another, another lap. No, 32. 32. Yeah, I'm, I'm two years in school above you, but one year in life. Yeah. Yeah. Because so what, you're, you're 33 at the moment, aren't you? Yeah. As far as I know. Yeah, um, but no, then we went to um, a place called Movida. It's a Spanish restaurant. Mm-hmm. That was good. Good feed. Um, What'd you get? I can't remember, man. Um, what, are, what do Spaniards do? What they do, have? what's it called? Um, where it's a big pot of like rice and those sausages. Paella. Paella. Did you get any yeah, of no, that? No, we didn't get that. No. But it was something similar. It was like a... I mean, texture-wise, it was pretty similar to a paella. Yeah, right. It's like a black squid ink, like rice noodle dish. Oh, right. Which looked pretty wild when it came out because it was just like black tar, but tasted lit. Dude, I, I in Barcelona, I had um, blood sausage, which is black. And is literally... Sausage? I've never even heard of that. Well, don't hear of it. Well, I'm going to tell you about it, but don't try it. It is just like, it's in a sausage skin and it's just like filler like i don't know if it's rice or sawdust or something is in there to like thicken it and blood and they they cook it up and it's black and you know they're asking you know do you want blood sausage and i'm like only you know you're only in spain once and i was i was only in spain once i've never been back um and i ate it and it was top 
probably top five worst things I've had in my in my life to eat. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That yeah, sounds pretty shitty. Yeah. Top five worst things, I'd say one, onions. Two, I'd say eating dicks on stage <laughs> is probably pretty bad. Um, I'm not a huge fan of like olives. Mushrooms I can handle. I, I try to not eat them, but like I can handle. I wouldn't put it in the top five. Blood sausage is for sure in there. Number probably above olives, probably three, then olives, then I don't know what else is bad. What do you hate? Don't know. There's heaps that I don't like, but I don't know if there's any foods I hate. Right. I was really bad when I was younger. Like there's so many things I didn't eat, but just as I've been getting older, been a bit more adventurous. Yeah, nice. The old palate. Um, Onions, so all it's all types of onions with you. Like if it's cooked on the barbie, you still won't eat it, will you? Nah, but I can handle like a. I, I'm better now with a spring onion. I can like kind of handle the green part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. The, I didn't realize you didn't eat those either. So yeah, it's all onions. You don't discriminate. But I, but I fuck heavy with garlic. Interesting. Heavy in the game with garlic. Okay. Yeah. Um, leek. I've been getting into more when I cook like curries. I've been replacing onion with leek um, yeah. and I can handle that way better because some people think they, they like to tell me like, Oh, you can't taste it if it's in a curry or if it's in a bolognese. And I'm like, well, I can cause it tastes like the inside of a man's asshole, dude. I don't want it. Yeah. You got, you got me thinking now. Sorry. It's just come to me. The shit I hate. Um, yeah. Fennel. All right. Can't handle it. Do you like licorice? That was the next one on my list. Hate black licorice. Right. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're my top two. So not. E- what about in a bullet? So no, are you? Yeah. No. Okay. So you're like me. Not you, interested. You are just like off licorice. Yeah. But black licorice. You have a raspberry licorice. Yeah, they go hard. Yeah. Raspberry, raspberry bullet. Licorice. What about a yeah. white raspberry bullet? Yeah, I get around that for sure. Right. That is like the. That's like having the golden gun in 007 Goldeneye. That is. It's been a while. Unreal. Yeah. I love a white chocolate bullet. Um, I think I had white chocolate bullets for extraction. Oh. Or maybe regular bullets. I don't know. I, I definitely bought bullets. Like extraction so was, 2 when we watched Extraction that. 2, yeah. yeah. Wow, I nailed the snacks for the movie this week. But we've got more to talk about. We've got more to talk about. So you went out for eats and drinks. What else did you do over there? Yeah, so that family did that, did that on the first night. Second night we just walked around town a bit. Did a bit of shopping and went out for dinner again that night and watched the footy at the pub. What'd you pick up? It's good. Uh, got a pair of Sonnies. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mine were all scratched up a few years overdue. So yep. finally upgraded those. Yep. Um, yeah. Then <clears throat> watched the footy and then next day just, what did we do? Went, hung out with family. Mm-hmm. Went to go watch my little cousin play basketball. Been meaning to do that for a few years. Yeah. Who's, who's uh, he play for or she? She plays for, I don't know what they're, I don't know where they're from, but they're called the Lakers. Oh, so, really? Um, yeah, it's pretty rough, man. Poor things. They were down 2 to 32 at halftime. Oh, that's hectic. Yeah, your weekend. Let's hear about it. Me, had uh, had the gig over in Kangaroo Island. I went and got... Oh, I didn't get seasick, but I was queasy as a motherfucker on the way over. It was choppy, dude. Do you usually get seasick? <sighs> Not that I can really remember. I did on one of the, like I've been to Kangaroo Island before on the ferry mm-hmm. and I think it was the way over last time as well. Like I got mad queasy and it was nighttime so I couldn't even like locate the um, horizon which is supposed to help you. Balance you out. <coughs> yeah. But um, it was like, it was noticeably rough on the way over and they were like handing out cold towels and shit to put around your neck because apparently if you lower your temperature you feel better as well. Yeah, okay. Um, and that did help. So that was nuts. One of the boys um, brought his family, his wife and his two kids, and his kid was sitting at the table with me and two of the other comics. And um, and w- one of the other guys, well, I guess I can say names, it doesn't matter, Jay was like, it was, it was, the boat was rocking so crazy. Jay's like, this thing is going to fucking flip. <laughs> and the kid is like, I don't know, seven, eight, six, maybe. I, I don't really know how to tell. Benjamin Button. Yeah. yeah. And he, um, he made like a Scooby-Doo sound when Jay said that. He was like playing like a DS or something or maybe a Switch, right? And he goes, huh? 
<laughs> and he was like sincere. He wasn't trying to be funny. And I was like, dude, you can't say that shit in front of a kid. And then Justin had to like calm his kid down. So that was, that was, you know, off to a good start, you know, like we're already got, we've got the giggles on the trip over. We get there set up, right? So we get there probably it's a 12 o'clock ferry. So before one o'clock, we're on the island, 45 minute drive to the venue. So we're set up by 2.30 and show's not till 7.30. So we're just in the room sinking piss until the show talking shit and that's it that's one of the most fun parts of these trips usually it's in the car and i'm driving so i'm uh i'm sober and um all the other guys are drunk which is hilarious but this time we're all together no one's got to drive so we're like we're putting them away i i just stopped well actually we all kind of stopped because we were like jesus like we got to Show to put on. Got to perform, yeah. That would have been a good change of pace, though. Yeah, it was yeah, good. And, usually like, usually... It pretty frenetic when yeah, you go to these shows. It's, it's mad like, hectic. Like, we show go. up, like, usually... I want to say an hour, but I'd say 30 minutes before showtime. Uh, we set up. I'm, like, sweating because I'm, like, I've got to get everything ready to go before showtime, right? So I'm, like, sweaty. I've got everything together. And then it's, like, bang, come on, let's start the show. And that's hectic. And it's not, like fun the drive's fun but then set up is like hectic and then the show goes so this time was like yeah it was so good to just set up chill for four or five hours do the show i was on the door checking tickets um and this one woman comes in i was thinking whether or not to tell this story because she said she she did she did get to a point where i'll get to i'm not gonna no spoilers so I get to this one lady in the line. She's like, oh, yeah, I've got two tickets here. See, um, my friend Amy, she's coming at 8 o'clock, so I'll save a seat for her. I was like, yeah, yeah, good for you, you know. Like, I'll let, like, it's not, you know, it's not a 1,000 people going to be here. I'll know when Amy gets here, you know. She goes, sits down. She goes back to the bar, gets drinks. She comes back with a, with three drinks, you know. I thought she was throwing up gang signs, but she had, she had three drinks solo. And she's yelling, dude. She's like, yeah, my friend's coming at eight. And I was like, yeah, Amy. And she's like, oh, did I already tell you that? I'm like, oh, fuck. This bitch is going to be a fucking problem, you know? Yeah. We finally start the show. I'm like, I pull the trigger. I'm like, all right, let's go. Bowley, who hosts the night, he goes up, starts tearing the room apart, bro. He's killing. And then he brings up Jay, who opens. Jay goes out kills bro and then amy shows up and i'm like yeah yeah go take a seat amy like it's all good your friends already showed me the tickets i've been expecting you she's sitting just there go get your seat you know she sneaks in she's nice and quiet she goes in there to sit down and then amy's friend's like oh hey how you going oh yeah sit down oh yeah i've had what four drinks oh yeah and jay is just like oh like jay jay's like, a while, savage. He, while he's up on stage yeah and yeah. he's like oh yeah we got a loud talker and she says something back and he's like, yeah, never mind all these people that paid money to be here, you know, mm. like just, yeah, just act like it's all for you, you know, just, and she, she talks back and he, you know, has another crack in the crowd, like, <laughs> and um, she gets embarrassed by, you know, the round of applause that Jay gets roasting her and she keeps talking. Oh no. And Jay, Jay's like... <laughs> Jay's like, oh yeah, only a true dumb cunt would keep <laughs> would keep talking once the crowd has acknowledged how much they wanted to shut up. And she spits the dummy dude. She gets up, she comes out, she starts yelling at me. She's storming up and down. She's just performing though, you know, like because yeah. now she's not in the room. She's storming up and down the hallway outside. Like outside the room. So she didn't get kicked out or anything. She just removed herself. Removed herself and starts. <laughs> And then she comes up to me and she's like, um, my mother's in hospital. I don't need this shit. And I was like, I'm sorry to hear that, but you talked to a comedian on stage. Yeah. That's what happens. This is not the first time this has happened. Yeah, just, just you know? go keep your mouth shut unless you're laughing. Yeah, 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 right. And she's like, I want a fucking refund, you know. And I'm just like, I was like, yeah, well, 
send us an email. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not giving you. I'm not giving it to you now. You know, because you're yeah. blind. And hey, maybe she listens to the podcast. And I'm snitching on myself, and she will email me. But she was blotto, dude, and she will not remember it. She won't send an email unless she listens to this podcast and wants her fucking measly twenty five dollars back. <laughs> And she can have it, you know. But I wasn't giving it to her then and there. I was like, yeah, well, send an email. We'll see what we can do, right? Yeah, got to take the proper channels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And um, she ended up leaving because of her, her sick mother, who she was lying about, by the way. And I'm certain of this because, one, you weren't just at a comedy show, like, yucking it up. If your mum's that sick in hospital, wouldn't you be with her? Two... When you start crying and shit about her, your friend stayed. Yeah, it's either a liar or a real shit friend. Yeah, and Amy, Amy seemed like a like a stand up guy, you know. Yeah. So, um, I was like, that bitch is full of shit. Maybe her mum is sick, but she but she's been sick for a long time, right? Like eight years, and she's just been drinking her way through it. She hasn't dealt with it, and so like she got embarrassed, and it all came up. Yeah. You know, but yeah. we, you know, we laughed about it. And then we were talking to the, the staff and they were like, like after the show and they're like, oh yeah, she's always like that. Like she's yeah. the town drunk. Town drunk. And I they're mean, like, yeah, they, I won't say where. Well, I will. We can bleep it out. Um, She works at the. Okay. <laughs> they all know her. For, right. They're like, yeah, she works at the. She's always pissed. <laughs> and, um. You know, it'd be really funny is to bleep out what I said, but put the logo of the business over my mouth. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was hysterical. But we all murdered and had so much fun, and I think it was maybe the best show that we've put on so far. The hotel looked after us. We we had so much drink that night, um, and then went back to the room and watched like. Seven UFC fights because it was UFC night. Uh, I think it was Singapore, maybe. Okay. Um, Any big names? I don't really Yeah, Holloway, Holloway, Holloway versus the Korean zombie who retired after the fight. Uh, TKZ yeah. retired. Heard of that guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, they were, I think Holloway was really the only big name that I knew of, but I think the other guys knew, like, they're pretty into fighting. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah, that was that was sick, and then we all went to sleep at like twelve thirty. Easy money, um, yeah, nice. But Bowley, fucking old chainsaw mouth, bro, snoring Snoring. like crazy. And he was like, he was like dipping out of consciousness while we're watching the fights, and he's just like, (laughs) we're like, okay, you guys like all in the same room, or there a couple of no, we're all in the same room, and um, we were like, oh yeah, that's not too bad. Right, and then like when he fully went to sleep, bro, it was like, (laughs) (laughs) oh oh, fuck! So me and Jay had our headphones in all night, like playing music, trying to drown this shit. I was gonna ask, how do you deal with that as an adult? Because I I haven't had a sleepover in a long time now. Yeah, Um, yeah. What do you do? Do you just wake the cunt up? Well, he was saying like before, like he was like, oh, it's not, it's not that bad. It's getting way better. Um, <laughs> which is nuts. One, I don't know how you would know that. And two, if that's better, what was it? You know? Yeah. Um, but he was like, yeah, just throw a pillow at me or something. But we didn't because we're nice guys. Um, we just fucking shit on him all day the next day. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but that was sick, man. Oh, sounds like a good trip, man. It's definitely the most, like, positive you sounded after a gig yeah like you've had some good ones but this this one sounds like yeah like we've definitely had some we've definitely had some bangers but yeah like i said like we did a victor harbour gig that sold out made good coin um i hated i hated my performance that night so like it was bittersweet you know like the other guys killed it um and i didn't but we sold out and we made money so like cool but it's like you want to give the best show possible yeah of course um, and I feel I think like everyone sort of felt like that after gigs. Um, we did one. The actually the one before this was at Eulaberry Winery, and we all smashed that as well. Um, where was Eulaberry? That was out north, wasn't it? Like yeah, like Gola, Gola, kinda. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
but because it was local, like we all drove separately and stuff. So it's just like a little bit less fun. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, man, it's just, it's so good to like have this, this little culture that I've created. Yeah. How, so how long have you guys been doing it for now? I think about a year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I reckon we've done like not, not bad. Like I reckon we've done probably eight going to say it's not quite once a month but it's still pretty frequent yeah like my my goal was for 2023 to get it once a month and it hasn't been it's just it's so hard to book them yeah um but we just did one in august and we've got one book for september so that's pretty dope that's our quickest Mm -hmm. turnaround so run claymcmathcomedy.com um if you're in adelaide it's at the cooper's ale house in jeps cross 28th september um, I think tickets are at the venue only. So you actually don't need to go to the website. <laughs> you can just show up, but um, claimingmathcomedy.com anyway. Um, yeah, so that was sick. I wanted to talk about this psycho dream I had this week. Let's hear it. Hectic, dude. So I guess in this dream, me and Rachel couldn't have a kid. So we had, we got IVF and that's how we had Kenny. But here's the kicker. We couldn't afford it. So we went through the bikies. Yeah, okay. And basically, I can't really recall the exact deal, but they were basically like, you can have him for two months and then we're going to take him and start grooming him to like be a bikie. Yeah, wild. Yeah. My parents were together in the dream, which was nice. So they're in a hotel. It was like a skyscraper on like Goodwood Road, which was weird. Like Eden Goodwood, um, like this big, like you know, Sofitel or something. And mum and dad are staying there, and they're looking up. They're looking after Kenny, and they're like a few floors above us. But when oh, I say, sorry, so you'd already had Kenny, and you were trying to yeah, have another kid. Okay, yeah, no, we weren't trying to have another kid. So they said, "You've got, you've got him for two months. Then we're going to take him." So this is at the like two month mark, right? Right. So mum and dad are looking after him upstairs, and then. We're in a room downstairs, but when I say we, it's me and Steve, friend of the show. No home loans. Trying to have a kid. No, like, no, we're not trying to have a kid. <laughs> me and Rachel aren't even trying to have a kid in this dream. We've had him, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. All yeah. Right. But me and, Steve are, me and Steve are in the hotel room. I don't know why we're staying in the hotel room. No home loans. And we can hear my mum screaming from our room. And she's, Clay, 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 come up, come up. We go up and mum's like, the bikey's just knocked on our door. And they and I don't know why they didn't just get in the elevator and come down to us instead of screaming. But this is what happened. This is a dream. So we go up. She's still got Kenny. She's like, the, the bikey's just came. They said they're going to take Kenny. They said the two months is up or whatever. And then I took Kenny, went back down to the room. And I'm telling Steve, like, well, I've got to figure out a way to get the fuck out of this. I think I'm just, I think I'm just going to go grab Rach and we're going to run. We're going to leave. And then I woke up. Dude, how good is it waking up from shit like that? Yeah. And, oh, and also. That, yeah, that dream sounds stressful as fuck. I was also conscious that I was dreaming. And I was like, fucking please wake up. Like, yeah, wake the fuck up. Can't yeah, I? I've had that before. Yeah. It sucks when you can't. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> It was so nuts, man. And I just don't know what me and Steve were doing in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't had one like that for a while. Do you ever have the ones where you're like, you're fighting or you're running and you're like, you're in full slow, oh, like you can't. pillow punches. You like, can't like. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you're not in slow-mo. Like you're trying so hard. It's like you're underwater or something. Or in jelly or something. So yeah, it's like it's like you got pillow hands. When yeah. you're dreaming, you try to throw punches, or yeah. when you try to run, try to just, run, you just like. Uh, I yeah. feel like I feel like it's like um, you're you're playing NBA two K and you're, you're out of turbo and you, your bar just won't replenish. And you're just like, oh, I need to get away. It's like, oh yeah. man, it's brutal. I have those dreams often as well. Yeah, right. That's that must suck. I feel yeah. like it's pretty like far and far in between my. Nightmares these days. You must not hopefully be running from as much shit as I am. No, hopefully I haven't <laughs> jinxed myself. It's not. We'll mm. see. Comedy action horror. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting like Tinker costumes. This segment is Clay's Reviews. 
Uh, I got a quick one. Um, Avengement. It's on Netflix. It's a. It's like a UK, you know, British action. I guess it's like a prison movie, and this guy escapes from prison, and he wants to get revenge on who put him there, because he. He went and did his time. He didn't snitch, but he shouldn't have been there there in the first place. So he goes to this pub that he knows where they hang out to go and, like, get his revenge. And the main guy that he wants to get isn't in there, but his little gang is. And so he, he starts acting like a tough guy and, like, basically has him held hostage at one point. He starts telling the story of how he got there and... The whole movie is just a reenactment. He's tell he's telling a story the whole time. Yeah, okay. And it's not a good story, and there's a lot of blood, but there's not even any creative kills. Does this story have a good ending? <laughs> not to jump straight to. Well, yeah, I do kind of want to get off this movie because it's not great. Um, turns out the guy that put him there. Spoiler alert, don't press the button. It's his brother. Yeah, okay. And they have a big fight at the end. And then he goes outside and he sits down because he's been stabbed and he smiles. And it fades to black. Three out of ten. Yeah, that sounds fair enough. Yeah. Hey, I could be wrong because IMDb gives it higher scores than I. What what do they give it? uh, I think the average was like 6.7. Which is high. Like, if I give someone a 6.7, I'm basically saying this isn't going to win any awards, but it's entertaining and it's, you know, it was made well enough. I don't even think, I don't, I feel like if I, if I had the script, like I couldn't have written it. I'm just not, maybe I could have. I'm pretty talented at writing jokes, I suppose, raps. I could maybe write a movie. I have written a movie. You've written a movie, yeah, and I was just too late to the to the party because this movie came out that was basically exactly my movie, and it was called A Haunted House by the Wayans Brothers. Haven't seen that one. It's yeah. basically Paranormal Activity, but like a parody, like scary movie version. Yeah, okay. And my movie was called Paranormal Blacktivity. You didn't happen to type this up, did you? No, I wrote it in a little notebook about yeah, that okay. size. So it didn't get caught up in any online leaks or anything? No, no, no leaks. It's just what, bad timing. Just great minds think alike or something? Yeah, well, I guess it happens. I had a uh, – when I was studying film, I had um, a film teacher tell me that he wrote a movie about caving, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, like, like going through those tiny – tight on yeah, the underground. I can't imagine why you'd ever want to do that, but um, he wrote a movie, like a horror movie about that, and he said like when he was just about finished, then um, he just like saw a trailer come out of – a movie. He named it, and I knew the name of it. Like I'd heard of it. I don't think I've seen the movie, but I was like, "That fucking sucks." And I think he told me this before I went through the paranormal blacktivity situation. Okay. So yeah, I can write a movie, and um, they didn't do anything special with the filming of it or anything. It was shot in like this shitty filter. Not okay. It wasn't shot. They put a shitty filter over the whole thing. It looked gross. Hell bad. Wait, we're we talking about the Wayans brother. Movie now? No, sorry, I'm back Still on, on um, Avengement. Avengement. Yeah, it, the style was really gross. Um, uh, yeah, uh, three stars for that one. And then we both watched this week a Netflix movie called They Cloned Tyrone. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it stars John Boyega, uh, Jamie Foxx, and I do have the other girl's name. Sorry. Uh, Tiana Paris um, are the main three characters. Mm. Uh, it's like it's a weird genre. Like it's like sci-fi, black exploitation, mm, mystery, little, action, little bit of a thriller. Maybe. Thriller, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, but somewhere between thriller and action. Can you pull it up on IMDb and see what they've categorized it as? And I'll just get into the snacks. So. I, like I said earlier. So I've got it as a comedy mystery sci-fi. Yep. Nailed it. So this guy, Fontaine, he's a drug dealer and 
he gets into like a, a um, territory beef at the start of the film and ends up ends up getting shot. And then he wakes up in the morning. But it, yeah, it's it's more than just shot. Like he gets killed. He, he cops. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Lots of bullets is definitive that he's died. Yeah, yeah, he gets... Yeah, he gets shot up like whole torso riddled with holes um, and he tries to drive and he basically passes out and, and he's done. He's completely, yeah. yeah. He wakes up in the morning, not a scratch on his body. Um, and then he's out. He, he kind of goes through his day as normal as we've just like yeah, sort of witnessed. Like element of Groundhog's Day in it. It's, I've got that written yeah. down in my notes here. Um, and he see he thinks he can see himself getting picked up in a van like with the bullet holes and shit in his chest. And he's like, oh, that's weird, you know? Oh, then he goes, he's living like the same day as the day before and he goes to pick up some money from, um, what's his name? Slick? Uh, Slick Charles. Slick Charles. <laughs> Such a good name. <laughs> Jamie Foxx plays Slick Charles. He goes to pick up some money from him, which is where he got shot before in the parking lot of this motel. Uh, and Slick Charles is like, you're supposed to be dead. And he sort of finds out that he he's been killed and Slick Charles doesn't have the money because he's already taken it, taken it yeah. the day before. Mm-hmm. So they, that's the mystery that they're trying to solve, basically. I'll, I'll leave that there. That's yeah. that's the plot. So essentially you, you're you led to believe that there are clones running around. So the reason, that the reason I break down the plot is the film's called They Clone Tyrone, which sounds like they cloned a black guy. So I was like, what snack fits this and i'll go with the less impressive snack first i got two snacks snacks. love it i got a block of kit kat and i was like you know all these sticks look the same and they're brown yeah nice yeah nice justification yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then i got a packet of allen's cheekies which are formerly known as chicos (laughs) little black boys he's done it yeah how long have they been called cheekies for? I don't know because I went in there looking for chicos. Yeah, right. Yeah, actually, uh, I kind of remember hearing about this, but I never found out what they became. Is chico racist there. then? Like, have you ever been called a chico? But if <laughs> if I'd been called a chico, I would have been like, "Well, yeah. you're calling me that because of the lolly, not that the lolly's been called it." Do you know what I mean? I mean, I feel like I might have, but it was probably when I was a baby and I didn't know when people were being racist. Yeah, because I feel like. All that it's going to do is now now you can call a black person a cheeky and now cheeky's racist. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But, yeah, I'd, I'd never heard of it as, like, a racist term before. Yeah, like, I don't understand the name change. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, coon cheese, right? Yeah. I think the bad word was around before the cheese. Yeah, it's just unfortunate for that family who had that last name. Yeah, mm. and so they changed that to cheer cheese. But I don't recall ever being called a Chico and then Chicos came out. Yeah. Like I feel like if I got called a Chico is in reference to the candy, not the candy being referenced to like it's not like they made a candy called Nicker Babies. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all I'm saying. I just I think it's strange that there's been a name change. Yeah, I agree. Regardless. I fucking hit it out of the park with these snacks this week. If you're going to watch this movie, even if you're a white person, you've got to watch it with Chico's. Um, I just don't think... I'm not. I'm, I'm, they're not very yummy. Do you like a Chico? I was about to say, man, this might be controversial, but I don't really fuck with them. I'm not a Chico lover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't fuck with Chico's. Sound like, <laughs> sound like Clayton Bigsby, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Ruckus. Oh, shit. Um... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not heaps into into them. So don't mind them. I'll have like one or two, but I'm not going to sit there and mung a pack of Chicos. Yeah, I I bodied the pack and I moved on to the Kit Kats because I Kit wanted Kat, to. Kit Kat on the other hand, I wanted to finish on something delicious. I'll be back. Yeah. So what I've got written down here is Groundhog Day meets Paid in Full. Have you seen Paid in Full? Yeah. Meets Sorry to Bother You with a sprinkle, a sprinkle of Stranger Things. 
Yeah, yeah, the whole sci-fi mystery. Yeah, part of it. Yeah, going underground and yeah, going into like a a um facility type of situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that was wild. That, that I'm not gonna lie, the movie almost lost me around that point. I was the like, first time. Yeah, the first time like, they went under. I was like, what the fuck is this film? But yeah, I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad I hung in there. Yeah, um, it um. Because I haven't really heard anything about it either. So, like, I didn't know what to expect. I did know that it was going to be sci-fi. So, I was, like, I didn't know whether, like, when they said it was sci-fi, that just meant, like, there was a clone aspect to it or, like, full sci-fi, like, the way it went. Um, But, I, yeah, I, I it didn't almost lose me, but. I was just like, there's an elevator in a trap house. <laughs> yeah. And then it just wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to give too much away for this film. Because yeah. I, th- I think it was a good film. And I, I do too. I rate it. Um, I'm looking forward to actually having an argue, argument with you about a film. I want, I'd want. i like there to be one that we can fully fucking disagree on. Um, but like maybe one day. Did, so did you, did you feel like it was a comedy the whole way through? I, I, when I was watching it, I was like, it just didn't feel like a comedy. There were funny parts constantly, but it didn't feel like a typical comedy film. To yeah, me. I, like it definitely. Comedy is a subgenre for sure, not its major genre. I'd say mystery, sci-fi for sure, and then yeah. like yeah, it's it's a comedy. Not yeah, not in your um like in the historical sense, mm. but like once you meet Slick Charles and Yo Yo. Um, Yo-Yo's the, the woman played by uh, Tiana Paris. Like, that that dynamic between those two is just fucking yeah, gold. they killed it. Yeah, and when she first leaves and he comes back in um, and, like, after uh, Fontaine has, like, threatened him and taken his money and shit and he comes back and he's still got the hose in his room and he's like, y'all ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that one, that Kiwi. There was some like, there was some serious laugh out loud moments in there. Yeah, kind of like it was good to see Jamie Foxx on the screen, but I know, I know it was all filmed before he's gone to his recent health scare. Yeah, like I, I, I haven't really can get back to that. Yeah, I haven't seen heaps from him since. I know he came out with an announcement because like a lot of people were speculating on his health and stuff. Have you seen it? His announcement. Yeah. No. Did you see it? Yeah, sorry. It wasn't wasn't looking too good. Oh no, I just no. I just heard the audio. Might have been the lighting, but yeah, it looked real pale and Oh, okay. A little bit like gaunt in the face. Right, yeah. But, uh, well hopefully he's alright. Pray, prayers up for Jamie Foxx, man. He's yeah, he's a supreme talent. Dude. Yeah. Very talented dude. Yeah. Um uh, another part of the movie. So me saying that it's like similar to Sorry to Bother You, if you haven't seen that, it's a it's a black guy that works in a call center and um, he has like a super white voice that gets him all of his his conversions over the phone, um, and so it's like it's strong racial undertones, and so is this. I won't get into the full thing. I'll get into like the very surface level shit. Is um, like this organization or the government or something is trying to control black people through what they consume. So music, everything, chicken, Kool Aid. Kool-Aid was the main ones. What was it? Grape drink. Grape drink. Um, oh, and like perm. <laughs> yeah, like perm cream. Perm cream, yeah. Like it was It was pretty out there. Um, and you – but it was tastefully done. Like because those are all stereotypes and very on-the-nose stereotypes that could have gone horrifically wrong, but they, they did really well. Mm. Yeah. I just remember the um the white guy with the afro. That shit was so funny. The first one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many good one-liners in that. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Slick Charles again said, where the fuck they find a white guy with an afro anyway or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, it was like, it's funny. It's funny to compare it to one, two, three. I've got four movies there that I compared it to. Um, it's funny to do that for su- what actually ended up being such an original film. Like, there, although I compared it to four films, there's truly nothing like this that I've seen before, and especially on Netflix. I think this might be 
one of Netflix's most original uh, films. Um, if not, it's the most original of this year and maybe the best that's come out this year. Big call. Yeah. I can't remember. I, like, I can't remember all. Uh, bring up 2023 Netflix um, movies and see see what they've brought out. Um, the style of it was dope as well. Like all of the, like the cars they were driving and shit yeah. and the, the fashion was cars, very, fashion, the music was really good. The music and what, what, ca- like what's that camera called? Is it like a 35 mil. I don't know. You know, there's like the, the grain, the grain and yeah. like crackling bits for the grain. whole movie too. Yeah. Um, I didn't know if it was called, if it was super eight. Okay. I don't yeah, know. I, I got no idea. I don't know. It'd be good to um, have a friend of the show, Marcus, in yes. to discuss that. Or friend of the show, Sean Hartopoulos. Hartopoulos. <laughs> he, another director that um, I've had on the show. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Up. Or Danny Philippou, another director I've had on the show, who's recently, shout out, um, has recently brought out Talk To Me um, in, in cinemas and is smashing it through A24. A24. Yeah, A24. That, that's the company. The production company, yeah. Uh, two Adelaide boys. Uh, <clears throat> I can't find a list. But okay. Bro? Nope, don't know what. 10 Days of a Bad Man, The Monkey King, Jagan Jagan, Bat Mitzvah, Heart of Stone, Paradise. Shut it down. Shut yeah. it down. They I've all sound trash. So I've nailed it. This is the best of the year. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, The Outlaws was in Netflix. Yeah, again. Oh, was it actually? Yeah, that was Netflix. So I'm just looking at this. It says new movies on Netflix. Um, anyway. Yeah, Outlaws was a Netflix original, I think. But that... that this was better. Not that. even close to The Outlaws. Um, oh, with this film, what, what do you think the time period was? It was a bit of a fusion, I think. Yeah, I don't know if, if they had a true time period. It felt 80s, but then when they, like the the sort of scene in the credits that I don't want to discuss because it's it really ties the movie together, um, uh, the scene in the credits, kind of, it seemed current. Yeah, but then they were also like, there were mobile phones in the film. Oh, yeah, and they were flip phones. Yeah, so it was a little bit all over the place. Yeah, because it felt it kind of felt 80s, but maybe it was like... It was definitely done intentionally, though. Yeah, so if it wasn't 80s, maybe we're talking like mid to late 2000s. Because it was like 80s style with like almost modern technology. Yeah. Because they didn't seem that shocked when they were in the lab. It was just... There's a lab here. That's what they were shocked about. Yeah. They weren't freaking out about it being super high tech or anything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Um, but I didn't see an iPhone. No, neither. Um, but if it was an Apple original, it would have had iPhones everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, so I think yeah, maybe let's call it mid to late two thousands, potentially. But then yeah, like the cars, the, cars, the music, the cars the, and the fashion. And the way they, yeah, like it was shot on the, on film maybe, but mm. seemed like, it didn't seem like a filter. It seemed like they shot it on film. Yeah, I think it was intentionally a bit of a blend. Yeah, that's, yeah, pretty, periods. pretty interesting. Oh, the scene where all the gangsters roll up at the end. Very reminiscent of Ali G in the house. Yeah. Did you think that at all? <laughs> yeah. It's funny <laughs> you say that. When I was in Melbourne on the weekend, my... Yeah, I was at my uncle's place and he put on like 10 minutes of Ali G's greatest hits and I had not seen that dude in years. So. That's funny. When there's Actually, the Z trip that um, the one and only Z you went on, I remember the morning of the Jim Beam challenge, I woke up before everyone started my Jim Rooney and I watched Ali G in the house like first thing in the morning that day. That put you on one for that yeah. day. <laughs> that was a wild day. Yeah. That was, yeah, like maybe my only memory of the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> was there anything in this movie that reminded you of or, or that reminds you of anything in your life or any experiences that you've had or did it trigger any memories or anything for you? No, I only watched it last night, so it was still pretty fresh. But yeah. no, nah, I didn't have any moments like that. Yeah, I guess 
I've never like I've never experienced a you know trying to solve a mystery situation in my life. I guess my house got egged once and I wanted to figure out who did that, but I didn't actively pursue it. Um it reminded me of g- going to Springfield to meet my family for the first time when I was 20 20 years old. How so? It just was like the hood and that's like we were I went with Corey and we were just in the middle of the hood dude and that's what that sort of was the feeling I got with like the the kid going around snitching and um yeah dudes on the block dudes hanging out in front of liquor stores um like the whole style like the big block letters on the the little shops and shit like mm-hmm. That's what Springfield looked like. It really made me feel like, like it. <clears throat> it looks very set up, but it's that's what it's like. That's what like those hood spots are like. And it, yeah, it was like it didn't remind me of like a situation. It reminded me of like just a place just and a general, time, general setting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like the chicken spot, I've got a joke that I'm writing at the moment about the, the f- not the first night in Springfield, like our first hour in Springfield, we went to go get some chicken wings because we we flew into um, St. Louis and then we drove to Springfield from there. And so we were hungry and we pulled up at this chicken spot and um, they're serving us chicken under bulletproof glass. That's crazy, man. Yeah. And there's this like dude, he looked like, um, what's his name? I think I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> Wizard. He's got those short fucking arms, man. <laughs> <laughs> that fat black dude. Niles Barkley. It's not Niles, it Niles Barkley. No, I've got the wrong guy. I've got the wrong song. Fat black singer. I'm trying to think of another song that he does. I think. <sighs> shit. Niles Barkley does sing that song. It's not yeah. Niles Barkley. <laughs> That's such a lit <laughs> name as well. Um, anyway, I'm not going to think of the name. People, people are like fucking honking their horns, <laughs> slamming their fucking fists against their steering wheel. I know, I know it. Um, but yeah, the little, the little fat dude with the t- like, he's got tiny fucking like T Rex arms. He's so short and so fat. And like he's a known singer. Yeah, and he's bald and oh, for some reason I keep wanting to say E forty. It's not E forty, it's a singer. It's like and he's got a similar voice to Niles Barkley. Does Niles Barkley have like another is that just a pseudonym for someone else? I couldn't tell you. Man, Could no, be the same only, guy. Only song the voice is like the same. It's a duo. CeeLo Green. CeeLo Green. CeeLo Green. Okay. Now I need to see this motherfucker's arms. Oh, dude, you wait till you see CeeLo's arms, dude. He looks nuts. Um, But this, there's this dude in this chicken spot, looks like CeeLo Green, and he's in a velour tracksuit, and it's like maroon. <laughs> you seeing his arms right now? Dude, is he a small person? <laughs> he should be, dude. <laughs> he, um... I think he is, man. I'm not even going to laugh at this. Is it because you're looking at his forehead as well? <laughs> Was that was that okay to say? That picture is so hectic. If he's not a small person, that is so unfair to have that on the internet. Um, but yeah, we're in this chicken spot. CeeLo Green's in there with. Well, it's not actually. Well, I never Green. knew CeeLo Green looked like this. Yeah, dude. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> he's, there's this dude in there, bald head. Um, he's in like a velour tracksuit. It's like 11.30 at night. Uh, maybe it's not that late. But he's in like a velour maroon tracksuit and he pulls out a grip of cash, dude. Like a bankroll. And he does the whole... <laughs> this is the pay for chicken wings. Unbelievable, bro. This is my yeah. first night in the hood. My first 20 minutes in the hood. And I'm just like, this is exactly what I expected. Yeah, get the full experience. Yeah, yeah, it was hectic. 
my cousin's like, don't go over the, don't go over those train tracks. You'll get shot. Don't go over those ones unless you're with somebody. Like, nuts, yeah, dude. Sounds crazy, man. Yeah, sounds um, so stressful. Yeah, I, I felt I didn't, I didn't feel stressed though. Like our, my cousin made us feel like we belonged there. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, if you. And he's older than me, so I was 20 at the time. I think he was maybe 35 or something. So, you know, if you if you make it that long, like, you know your way around, like, yeah. you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, but do you have any other notes? I was just having a look now. I think I've, I think I've got through everything. My last thing was... Um, just make sure you hang in there if you want to find out who Tyrone is. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to go into it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I liked. I liked that. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, good, good way to end it. What did you? What did you give it? Um, kind of been fluctuating today. I've been thinking about it, but I'm going to land right in the middle with a seven. Wow, and bro! At first, I really. Yeah, I wasn't enjoying it, but I'm glad I hung in there. Yeah. It ended up being pretty good. I was going to give it an eight, but then on reflection, it wasn't quite an eight in, yeah. in my book. So, landed on a seven. Yeah, well, this is, this is great content, bro. I landed on a seven exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad doing business with you. Uh, um, we'll, we'll get there one day. Yeah. Um, absolutely no action from the listeners this week no emails nothing so that's it yeah. that's the welcome to the potty podcast you know what to do share it on everything you get a chance to win some free merch um shout out to josh liston who just won his second lot of free merch this week um well actually he just got it this week but it was from last month um so it's happening it's real he he shared it on instagram is it a different bit of merch this time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. different merch. Going to be fully kitted out eventually. Yeah. Um, so, uh, forgot what I was saying. Yeah, share the show. Um, welcome to the potty and everything. Follow us uh, if you if you're a new listener. The show, I mean, the show's been doing good numbers. Is is pumping. So if you're a new listener and you haven't given us a five-star review yet on whatever your listening platform is, please do that because it helps us with the algorithm. I try not to swear as well in the first couple minutes. Um, I think I might have done it today. Um, but, yeah, give us that five-star review. Um, I love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. And as always, a bang bang.